0: So, Dan, are you prepared for Christmas?
1: Oh, what a question. Um, I'm the sort of person who gets ready for Christmas around the 23rd. Christmas Eve Eve, I think you call that unofficially. <laughs> Excellent. That's kind of why I get myself <laughs> ready for Christmas. But also, because I'm running... Actually, it's weird. It, it, I was just going to say the business that I run means that I have to get my business prepared for Christmas because... I sell low carb keto cakes and we've got a Christmas range. So in some ways I've been thinking about Christmas the whole of November, but in terms of my own preparation for my family and whatever else that's like on the back left to the last right minute, yeah, I guess last minute,
0: like you say, with people making Christmas ranges of anything, you're probably thinking about it back in the summer or in autumn to try and get ready for Christmas in a way.
1: Yeah. You know what? That's what you should be doing. I think you're right. Like the, I'm sure the people in businesses would say, Oh, well, Christmas is sorted out by July for many of them. But, um, <laughs> Because, okay, so i just tell you very briefly, but my business was, you know, back in like September, uh, I only just moved to my commercial kitchen. Before that, I was in a soft play baking there because it's closed for lockdown. <laughs> I was going to so say, not kind of, in the soft play. <laughs> uh, well, that was the that was the break times, you know, I was good to kind of have a team meeting <laughs> Jump in the around. Pool. Um, And then before that, I was in a cafe in Hazenfield using their... Uh, kitchens for a few months so yeah so the summer was kind of a bit of a weird time in lockdown as the business grew very quickly and then suddenly like you know i'm here in a commercial kitchen and you think oh my god christmas is around the corner um although i must admit we have got some good flavors coming up but i will talk about that another time
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) so uh, going back to my question how prepared are you for christmas then and what should we be thinking about for christmas this year
1: well this is a thing when it comes to to food and christmas in particular um I, i i think Even though I don't get very well prepared when it comes to gifts and that sort of thing, and I'm a bit of a last minute person, I think when it comes to the actual food side of it, it, as I've grown older, the presents have become less important, and the people you spend it with and the food you eat with them has become much more important than that. And I think that's kind of what I've noticed. And so I try to have, as I do the rest of the year, a sugar free Christmas. But that sounds like austerity, doesn't it? That sounds like sprouts (laughs) and turkey only and nothing with it. But actually, what I found is I'm going to share these little tricks. And I think the the expression in the 21st century is hacks. These are the hacks that I use for my Christmas just to try to make it go smoothly. Um, And I've kind of learned a lot the last few years about sweeteners. And in particular, which sweeteners are best for your blood sugar? So. When people mention sweeteners, well, firstly, Alex, I've asked you, what do you think of when you you think of the word sweeteners?
0: Well, there's a whole range now, isn't there? There used to be. When I was younger, there was like saccharin was the only one that there was. And then there was lots of issues behind that and things. And so people kind of went away from that. And then I know that you can get... Uh, some sweeteners that are more chemically, I think, and then some that are more natural. But I, I, I to be honest, I couldn't tell you. You'll have to in- introduce me. Well, I me. think
1: that's really good because I think most people probably think that when they think of sweeteners, they think of the artificial ones. And there's a whole spectrum, really. So you've got some sweeteners like aspartame, which is chemical-based. And the idea is that it locks into your taste buds and your brain picks up that chemical as a sweet flavour. And it's been made chemically to do that in your mouth. There are more natural ones as well, and these are the ones I tend to use. So, things like erythritol is a good example of a more natural sweetener, xylitol, maltitol, or other sweeteners as well. But they're actually. there's there's a big difference between them as well. And even just saying something is natural doesn't mean it's healthy, of course. Yes, because everything's made of chemicals. It's natural. Yeah, 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 well, it's true. But also, you know, just because it grows in nature doesn't mean you want to sort of eat it or put it in your body in some way. So so I was going to talk about the difference between those. So I use erythritol for a lot of my cooking because it seems to be the sweetener which has the least impact on your blood sugar. And what effectively happens is it's a polyol and your body's not able to digest polyol. So it'll go through your system. Uh, you'll taste a sweet flavor in whatever you put it into, but it won't go into your bloodstream. It won't spike your blood sugar. Your body is very clever at keeping your blood sugar at four grams in your whole system the whole time, and it will try to take the blood sugar out and put it into your cells. But erythritol doesn't even go into your blood in the first place. You're not going to notice a spike in, in blood sugar. And what I did a few years ago is I started putting it into uh, a cranberry mix, uh, and just literally sweetening it uh, uh, more and more and more as I was making it just to get to the right flavour. And it was just the same as having cranberry sauce. But I, I guess most people nowadays probably don't make their own cranberry sauce. They probably no, go and that's buy it true. from a yeah. supermarket. But making it yourself. If you could get it just the right flavour for, for me. I like things to be a little less sweet than, than maybe some people do. Yeah, and I so like I it to, to be a little bit restaurant.
0: tart. So yeah, exactly. Which cranberry those is, is not it? Yeah, naturally. yeah, yeah. So those things, because then then it mixes well with what else for else you're eating, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and it's I think tart tastes are nice. They cut through, don't they? When you're yeah. kind of eating a piece of meat or something, that sharp taste, I think, is lovely combination. Whereas I find cranberry sauce can be a little bit like sort of jam sometimes and just really really sweet and sort of claggy in your throat now there are other sweeteners you can use like maltitol and xylitol all i'd say is though xylitol does have more of an impact on your blood sugar so why would you go for it and maltitol a lot of people um can you can see this actually in a lot of um sugar-free products i would avoid it like the plague personally because it actually spikes your blood sugar so if it says sugar-free doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you because it might spike your blood sugar still so you need to look look at those labels don't you Oh, most certainly. Erythritol is yeah. definitely a good one to go for. Stevia as well, which comes from leaves. That's a very good sweetener. Um, and you generally find a lot of stuff can be sweetened with stevia and erythritol. And can you, you buy these? You um, yeah, so there's Truvia, I believe, is made out of them. Um, you can buy them. In fact, you can buy them as a mix sometimes. If you look up for erythritol and, and stevia, you do actually get a ratio mix where it tastes like sugar. Um, or you can just get one or the other, depending on what your taste buds are. There are plenty of brands out there. There's... Um, I think it's sweet leaf I've used before. They do a stevia and you can, they can, it's kind of a bit diluted. So you can use that as a powder, as like a sugar if you want. So you could use use that in your cooking
0: as well. Oh, in cakes you're making. I mean,
1: if you're doing, if you're using stevia, you generally don't need a lot of it because you're talking about a very potent sweetener was if you want to have you know in like like more of a mixture and you're trying to make a cake or something i think erythritol's is better because actually it's more like sugar in the way that you need a lot of it in a cake so right. make up the matrix of the cake it'll stick it together it will be the texture of the cake as well is better with the erythritol and what i do is so for instance um you know something like christmas pudding which is what, what i've been working on in my kitchen uh, <laughs> to do sort of sugar free and i haven't decided for my family how i'm going to do this exactly But you've got two different types of sugar in there. So you've got the sugar that comes from the carbohydrate, which is in the flour, which I'll try to replace with almond flour. You've got the fruit, of course, which is dried fruit, which is very high in sugar. Of course, Well, I would say it's intrinsic sugar. So actually, even though it's not good for you, at least there's a fibre content there that does offset, to some extent, the sugar. And then, of course, you have the other sugar element, which is the actual sugar you add into the mixture when you're making it. So I'm thinking, well, if I can do that Christmas pudding, but... You know, replace the flour with almond flour, replace this sugar with sweeteners like erythritol and stevia, and at the same time, replace the fruit with instead of raisins, guji berries, which I've been looking into. Oh. And actually, they have, I think it's about 40% sugar per 100 grams compared to sultanas, which are about 80%. So it's half the amount of sugar in a gucci berry. They're, they're gonna... seen
0: as those kind of uh, superfoods, aren't they? And kind of yeah. uh, antioxidant things. So they're very and good And mine's going to be
1: extra super. It's <laughs> going to be soaked in brandy for the oh, night before. So it's going to be <laughs> extra super. And then I'm thinking about using those in the mix as well and then making it like a gucci berry rather than a raisin. And actually they taste pretty similar because there's like a similar taste, I think, in kind of dried fruits generally and berries and whatnot. Uh, And so I'm going to try and do that, and then yeah, use some brandy on it, which of course is sugar free as well. And when it comes to the rest of the food, I think it's going to be quite straightforward, really, because things like the vegetables, I'm going to eat all the same vegetables as my family. I'm just going to skip the potatoes, basically, and that's about it. So um, you know, you can have a quite a healthy dinner, I think, without really kind of giving up too much.
0: Could you have one or two potatoes if you really needed it?
1: Well, you know, this is
0: how (laughs) I personally feel.
1: Like, yeah, I I, I think it's all down to choice. You know, it really is, and. I I, I kind of think you know you get these people sometimes called the keto police or the diet police, the vegan police, and so there's different you know yeah. constabularies for different diets out there. <laughs> and I just think you know what, like it, we're all adults, you just make the best choices that you can for yeah. you. But this and is a great way too, isn't it? Yeah,
0: this is a great way to cut some of that back down though isn't it so you're not um having it without even realizing some of the stuff that's in in some of these um it's like you said i think that's quite good to look at labels and uh look at some of the things that um and and maybe like you say make the the different alternative choices i think
1: so and i also believe that the biggest problem we have when it comes to anything like this is that it comes down to you feel like you're denying yourself something. Yes. So if instead of denying yourself, you can just make a, a slight an equivalent uh, change, just swap something around, you might find that experience, flavour, texture-wise, you get the same experience, but you're just not having the harmful sugar. And, and why not to do that, you know?
0: Yeah, it sounds lovely. I think that's a very sensible idea, and I will definitely be looking towards a uh, making some changes this christmas and just taking out swaps and like you say not not denying but uh making something different which i probably will find out i'm actually enjoy better there you go yeah (laughs) well can i be the first one to wish you a merry christmas then
1: seems way too early, but thank you, (laughs) Alex. And same to you as well. I'm sure we'll be thoroughly fed up with the Christmas songs by the time we get to Christmas. Although actually, maybe not, because you normally get the Christmas songs in the shops and we don't know if we're going to be able to go back to them yet, do we? That's very true. um, Maybe we won't hear them quite as much.
0: Yeah, you might be dying for some of those Christmas hits now.
1: (laughs) Can I make a song request, actually, for after the show? Can we have Fairy Tale in New York by the Pogues? I love that song. And that, for me, is the start start of the Christmas season.
0: I will. That's one of my favourites, too.